on the ballot in November is something called Proposition 1, which would enshrine a so-called right to abortion in the California State Constitution. Our Bishop, Cardinal Robert McElroy, has asked us all to read a letter uh, at this Mass. This also is Respect Life Sunday. So this is from our Bishop. Today's second reading from the letter to Timothy speaks of the courage that we must have in proclaiming our testimony to Jesus Christ in an often hostile world. So do not be ashamed of your testimony to our Lord, but bear your share of hardship for the gospel with the strength that comes from God. The church asks us to focus this weekend upon the comprehensive commitment to human life that is a vital part of the gospel message in Catholic teaching. We are called to understand that every human life is an incredible, precious gift from our Creator, which we are called to treat as sacred in every dimension of our lives. In this commitment to the sacredness of human life that lies at the heart of the church's call to protect unborn children, to feed the hungry and provide decent housing, to oppose the death penalty and protect the elderly and the disabled from being discarded or terminated in our society. And that call to defend the sacredness of human life in all of its dimensions demands that we have the courage to proclaim the gospel in our lives as citizens and believers, despite the cost and difficulties of doing so in our polarized world. This year in California, we are called in a very specific way to reject the pathway of making illegal virtually all limitations on abortion. Proposition one, which would enshrine in the state constitution the ability to have late-term abortions and abortions for purposes of gender selection, as well as subsidizing abortion for people who do not even live in California, is absolutely incompatible with the gospel call to protect all human life. And we must witness to that contradiction in our role as citizens. The very excruciating issue of abortion calls us to balance the challenging problems of women who are pregnant with the lives of unborn children. Proposition one simply obliterates the moral reality of the unborn child in striking this balance. As people of faith, we must not accept such a logic. Instead, we must work within our society to build a comprehensive framework that genuinely protects and builds the dignity and sacredness of human life in its fullness at every stage and for every person. That is why Catholic teaching points to the identity of human life as a gift from God. It is a grace we have all received, the gift of our lives as the foundational right that is the source of every blessing we know in our world. And it is the same sense of giftedness that frames our understanding that every member of the human family is equal in dignity and must be treated in this manner. We live in a harsh world that on many levels denies the graced identity of the life which is our most fundamental blessing. The realities of economic exploitation, human trafficking, euthanasia, and the abandonment of the elderly all inflict grave harm upon individuals created in the image and likeness of God and coarsen our society so it becomes more and more dehumanizing. The words of the letter to Timothy compel us to speak against these evils in our society and so demand public policies and laws that oppose violations of human life and dignity. And the letter to Timothy also compels us to oppose Proposition 1 on this year's ballot and the clear understanding that it destroys every possible legal protection for unborn children in our state. I pray the Lord will bless our state and our nation in the coming months, and that together we might build a more just and a more humane society in our midst. That ends the Cardinal's letter. I'm grateful that he has published it, and I want to add a few words of my own. 
I usually kind of assume that those who attend Sunday Mass all understand that abortion is wrong and why. And then every so often, I have a conversation that makes me question that assumption. So I think it might be good for all of us to review why it is that abortion is wrong. First of all, we have to ask the question of what or who are the, are the unborn? Are they merely blobs of tissue? Or are they, in fact, human beings? This is a truth that we can know not only because of what is revealed by God, but also by our observations and reason, by science. At conception, a unique human organism being comes into existence. That being is not part of his or her mother. That being has a unique genetic code. That being engages in self-directed growth. All the information, the dynamism, comes from within that being as it develops, as cells differentiate. It, what it needs to continue through this process of development is it needs suitable nutrition and a hospitable environment. But that is something that we human beings need at every stage of our life. This is how we progress through the stages of our life, by having this hospitable environment. Right now, we require still nutrition, we require oxygen. If we were beamed up into space, we would perish. And, it, and, and the first hospitable environment that we find is that of our mother's womb, which is extremely nourishing. It, gives us all that we need to continue to grow. And we grow through these stages of development, from embryo to fetus to infant to toddler, all the way through to adulthood and to old age. That same individual being at every stage of development, that same stage of development that all of us began our lives. And so we're talking about little human beings in their mother's wombs. And abortion is killing them. That's what abortion intends to do intends to end their lives. Surgical abortion actually violently dismembers the unborn. And so this is a grave evil that can never be justified. Certainly people may find themselves in pregnancies that impose certain hardships, but killing a child is not a solution to those problems. Um, I think that uh, Many of us do agree with that. Some of you maybe still have questions, but um, I think it's important for us not merely to acknowledge this reality, but to recognize we do have a duty to, to do something. And this ballot initiative is a clear choice. We're going to be asked as citizens, not a court somewhere, but all of us are going to be asked as citizens. Do you think the unborn should have a right to life or not? Right? Should the, a so-called right to abortion be enshrined in our California Constitution? To vote yes on that would be to concur in this great evil. Our duty is to vote no on Proposition 1. And I would challenge you to go further than that. I would challenge you to not only vote no, but to convince as many people as you can to also vote no. And that does take some courage. And you're going to maybe have some tough conversations. But this is part of what it means to be a Christian, and actually to what it means to be a decent human being, is to stand up for those who don't have a voice. So we are called to be the voice of the unborn. Um, God will give you the grace. He'll give you the words that you need and maybe having some of those difficult conversations. Now I say all this fully expecting that Proposition 1 will pass despite our opposition. This is just the way that the electorate in California is composed. But that doesn't mean that, doesn't mean that we should not do anything. Right? 
Many times people throughout history um, have been on the so-called losing side, but they have defended what is right. Not only does history remember them well, but God, who knows all, at their judgment, will praise them for having stood up for the truth and what is right. So may we be counted among them.